My name is Brianna, and I welcome you to the Tales of Adventure, a D&D podcast like no other. There you are, Bartholomew. I was wondering where- What? Oh, my apologies. You're not Bartholomew. You're dressed much better and your hair is a little darker. Uh, I suppose so. I don't know who that is, but uh, thank you, I think. What, what's your name? Uh, my name is Tursen Nix, but most people just know me as Flick. That's a nice sort of name. So what brings you here? Uh, well, you see, I kind of travel from place to place in search of uh, any kind of ancient findings that I can uncover for the truth of the world. Oh, that's very exciting. I'm also like to search for the truth myself. I, anytime I hear a story told by a bard, I can't help but dig down to what really happened. Ah, that's the thing. I, I tend to be more of a bard on the side job. I'm mainly an archaeologist by heart. But you picked up the skills of a bard to help you with your business. Yes. Yes, I did. So how, what got you started in archaeology? So it started a very long time ago when I was just a little boy. There are all these stories that got passed around about brave adventurers going through tombs and uncovering ancient artifacts and telling all these stories that stayed within the tombs. And I wanted to be just like them. And it's been a passion of mine ever since. I'm familiar with many of those stories and I've... Built a few of those tombs. There's some interesting things down there and tend to be very smelly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been in like three. <laughs> yeah. So which ones have you been in? Well, I've been to... The first one I've ever been to is the the Crypt of Kanor. It's a very terrifying place. Kind of collapsed now due to someone triggering a trap. It totally wasn't me. So that's what happened. I was wondering. I wasn't able to get there before he collapsed it. Yeah, like five people got out alive, I think, out of 20. What in the world happened? So me and an expedition team went out to the crypt of Kanor to uh, learn more about the mysterious man of greed himself. And... We managed to avoid a few good traps on the way over there. There was um, a very long corridor. And, uh, at the very end, there was a pedestal with a black and silver crown on it. And the centerpiece kind of looked like a medallion almost, which uh, ha- had a bit of a purple trim to it. It was a black coin with a, a gauntlet on it. And, well, I may have gotten excited and kind of rushed forward and grabbed it. That never ends well for anyone. No, no, it, it, it does it does not. I have learned that now. Also, I may or may not have the medallion on me right now. I used to have it on you. Because it was the only thing I was able to get out with, and it was my first tomb, and I was excited. Fair, fair point, I forget. Gnomes are fairly easily excited. <laughs> oh, you have no idea. It's a reason if you need to be sneaky, don't take one with you. Fair enough, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, I get that. So what happened with the second tomb? 
Well, me and a small adventuring party. We went in. Um, uh, a few of us got hurt by some very bad puzzles. There were swinging axes. Those aren't fun. Cut into my side a little bit. Uh, we, we were in Chult when this happened, actually. Huh. Didn't know there were that many ruins there. There's quite a few, actually. But um, this one was about the uh, man in the crocodile. Oh. Yes, the story about how a man ends up carrying a crocodile all over the globe because he had been tricked by a crocodile. I always thought that was a made-up story about not trusting cold-blooded reptiles. I personally am not a fan of crocodiles, actually. <laughs> I can imagine. Most crocodiles are about the size... Their stomach is about the size of your body. Oh, yeah, I know. I was inside one. How do you end up inside of a crocodile? Okay, so this is what happened, all right? We were on a on a boat over to over to said temple on the way to begin with. But So before we got to the temple, we were on this boat. Crocodile shows up, leaps onto the boat, half of us on one side, half of us on the other. It, it, it latches onto me. So it started off by just, like, biting, like, the side of me. But then it, it, as things progressed, I ended up, like, almost all the way in to a point where just my hands were sticking out of its mouth. And then a friend of ours, a yellow kobold by the name of Sunny accidentally stabbed me in the hand, causing enough pain to make me go unconscious in its mouth. And then I kind of got swallowed. That's quite the... How in the world did you survive that? Well, if I remember correctly, our half-orc cleric friend, Rabia Dovek, she uh, managed to cast a spell on me to keep me stabilized while I was unconscious. However... Even so, I was still in the stomach of this thing. An old colleague of mine, Garrett Thornwing, he's a halfling. I believe he, got, I believe that he is a ranger. Uh, he, he cut me out, luckily. So, that was fun. That's good to hear. You've, you have a habit of getting yourself into some very interesting situations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. Like the time I got arrested that one time. Got arrested? Where? Port Nyanzaru. I'm actually not familiar with that place. I thought I'd been everywhere. Where is it? Uh, it's in the peninsula of Chult. So what happened was, for a, for a little bit, I uh, I was desperate for some money. I didn't have any at the time. So because uh, I got very desperate, I let people kick me for coin. I? I got 10 gold out of it. It was worth it. I, why, why did they want to... Who would pay to kick a gnome? Well, specifically, the term they used was punt. I can see that being slightly more satisfying, but I, my question still stands. I don't know, but I got money out of it. I found it to be worth it, but then a guard came up to me and asked that if I had the uh, permit to do, like, selling of products in the merchant district, which I obviously did not, and I was unaware of that, so it was illegal. You were not arrested for letting people take you foreign money. No, that's not what I was arrested for. So they took me, they were going to take me to the guardhouse, I tried to talk my way out of it. it Bartender, I'm going to need a few more drinks. And the... <laughs> you like something to drink as well? Oh yes, please, I would love one. 
All right, one for my little friend here too. Thank you. The um the guard. I tried talking my way out of the situation. Was not having any of it, so I then proceeded to attempt to cast charm person. And notice you use the word attempt. <laughs> it didn't work. Oh no. And because I cast magic on him, then they arrested me. How has no one put you, like, on a leash or in some sort of bubble where you can't get into any harm? You know, funny funny enough, Ramia did suggest that at at one point, I believe. And why did they decide against it? You know, I don't remember, actually. Because I feel like that could save many people a lot of trouble. I mean... Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we did what we did find in the um, tomb with the, uh, the the man in the cargo. We did find an alchemy jug. Okay. Basically, what an alchemy jug does, if you're unfamiliar, is that it can create uh, up to like I think seven different liquids of a certain amount, like four gallons of mayonnaise, for instance. That's very specific, and I'm almost afraid to ask. And beer. And wine, oil, honey, stuff like that. Very useful thing to have, then. It was. So so what happened after you were arrested, though? Oh, well, my friend Torin Sheerblack, a black dragonborn. Great fighter, especially with his warhammer. He, uh, as seeing as he was a native to Port Nyanzaru, he, uh, acted as my lawyer to help me create a deal to kind of get out of prison. I'm assuming that worked? It did! However, this deal requested that I stop the thing known as the Death Curse within two months, or I either go back to jail, or I do something known as the Executioner's Run. Holy hell. Who did you piss off? She was a very scary lady. I, I get the feeling. She, she was afflicted by the same death curse as my uh, employer, which brought me to Chelt in the first place. So I figured, oh, two birds, one stone. And then she gave me a time limit. Tell me more of this death curse. So basically, the way the death curse works uh, is that if you had died previously and were brought back to life, you were slowly dying and corroding away. It's terrifying to look at. And if you died after, like if you weren't resurrected or anything... You could not be brought back. That's... Duh. I wondered if that was why my friends told me to stay far, far away from there. I also have some traveling companions, so it's not fair too well with that. Yeah, that makes sense. Also, another um, wonderful companion of mine was uh, Serafina, well, who we just called Fina. She was a she was a halfling girl. Is like very, very monotone, but very kind-hearted deep down, even though she's really skilled at killing people. Things. Things. I'm not one to judge, trust me. I mean, she did she she did one one shot three zombies in a row, and it was awesome. That's quite impressive and I imagine very satisfying. It was. Funnily enough, she was the youngest of the group. How old was she? I believe, like, 18, I think. Okay, so not too terribly young, but probably has an interesting story as to how she's part of that group. Well, like me, Ramia, 
and Garrett, we were hired to try and solve the death curse. So Serafino was as well. Torin we met along the way after Garrett got snatched up by his wife. And when I mean snatched up, I mean that literally. What happened? So Garrett Thornwing's wife is an Arakakra. That's not something you hear every day. I thought he was kidding until I saw him get snatched out, out from the air by a bird woman. I'm almost afraid to ask how they met or why she snatched him, but... Oh, she snatched him because uh, he, le- he left home alone to go on this quest with us without leaving a note and leaving the wife alone with 11 children. She's justified then. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. But at the same time, that was very unexpected. And oh my god! I'm impressed she didn't get shot. She didn't, but shortly after she left, we just <laughs> destroyed these goblins that were trying to rob us. Uh, goblin thieves. One thing you can always rely on. Yeah. Serafina and Rami got rid of like two or three of them, I don't remember. But what I do remember was those four left. I clapped my hands together, cast shattered, all of their heads exploded. <laughs> You're very excitable, aren't you? I like to think so, yes. So continue. What did you do next on the quest to cure this death curse? Well, we went to go meet, um, I believe it was a, uh, I forgot the name of the creature, but that doesn't matter. It was a half snake woman. I think it was a, like a Lamia, maybe? Possibly. I don't remember. But she told us that we needed to go to Obu to defeat this guy who was also half snake to stop his reign of terror. And I don't quite remember all the details. It's been a long time. You're you're telling me you killed him? No, 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 no. 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 We went to Obu and Torin and Sunny went to go fight a gargoyle while me, Serafina, our our companions Artis and Simber, and our guide Iku went to go sneak into the city another way to try and find a better route. So you aren't the one who killed him? No. Fair enough. I heard that was quite the fight. Yeah. Uh, On the way to into Omu, we came across a man in a red cloak who told us that Obu's dangerous and we shouldn't be there and he wanted to bring us somewhere. But before he could, we were approached by a giant zombie T-Rex. You have the weirdest things happen to you. Oh, you have? <laughs> so then the robed man ran off. Artist, um... Artis Simber and his buddy Dragonbait went after to go chase him down. Pardon me, his buddy who? Dragonbait. He's like a dragon. He's like a the, the dinosaur person. Named Dragonbait. Yes. He doesn't talk. He smells. That's weird. I know, but anyway, he he they they ran after the cloaked man who ran away from the thing, where me, Serafina, Ramia, and Iku, our guide, were fighting this thing. Right? This all were pretty good. I, I told everyone I had a plan, but it was very risky. It required me to touch the thing. That sounds like a terrible plan already. And it also it vomited a zombie before uh, we actually started fighting. Oh, wonderful. 
Dinos zombie dinosaurs that fall a bit more zombies. I know. So what I did was I'm like, all right, guys, I have an idea, but it balls me to touch it. But it'll give you guys better chances to hit it. I then held my breath, screamed as loud as I could, as I then proceeded to run full speed at this thing. I then tapped its leg and cast Bestow Curse. Huh. I was slightly concerned as to where you're about to go with that. Oh yeah, but the, the other zombie did hit me as I passed it. I can imagine. They have surprisingly good aim at times, annoyingly so. Yeah, so I got the Bestow Curse on. It horked up another zombie because it really couldn't really do anything else. The other zombies attacked Ramia, attempted to attack Seraphina, but Seraphina just straight up just stab dead. Arrow dead. I like her. I know. And then Iku does some really cool stuff that she told me not to tell anyone. But. Although well, you can tell me. I made a promise. Nothing you tell me shall ever leave between us. Hmm. I can understand. I can respect keeping a promise to your friend. Thank you. But she did some things to try and fight off the thing. That was good. I was working. And then I went to go attack it. I did. Then it went to attack me. Oh, no. Because I was the closest thing to it. <laughs> and it bit me. And I fell unconscious after that. How are you not dead? I don't. Uh, Ramia. Again, Ramia. Because the, the, the last thing, next thing I remember, I see the T-Rex thing uh, fighting up close with Ramia. Serafina killed another zombie. And I wake up, I'm like, oh, that's a lot of blood. Is that my blood? Oh, that's my blood. You have some very, very good friends. Yeah, I, I miss them dearly, though. It was a good journey we had. Do not travel with them anymore? Uh, I still see Serafina sometimes. She's kind of like a daughter to me. But the others, no, not not real. But what happened after was um, I, I then got up after wiping off some of my own blood. I then proceeded to jump on the T-Rex's back. Because that's not a terrible idea. I got Bestow Curse on again. So that worked like a charm until it then proceeded to misty step away from me while I'm on it. Were you able to stay on it, or did you just suddenly fall? I just fell. I, I just I just fell. I have a feeling. And it gave us this look, like, I'm not pulling punches next time. As it then proceeded to run off, and Iku went after it. And we lost Iku in the, the fray of everything. Hope you did not lose Iku permanently. So do I. We haven't seen her since then. How long has it been? I am not sure, honestly. Sorry to hear that. I will, if I hear anything about her, I will let you know. Thank you. That I'll be. It's very kind. So you told me about the second tomb, but what about the third? Oh, that that was when we went to go to see the the Lamia snake woman creature who told us to go to Omu in the first place. Ah, yes, yes. So, funny thing about that, it had. Trying to get through it, we had to carry specific items with us to get through some of the first trials, like thorns. Ow. Yeah, thorns. But if you, if you if you carried the certain thing, which I believe was a flower, they would bend around you so you wouldn't get hurt. Some strong nature to magic. However, there was a moment where me and Torin decided, okay, we don't know how to get up there. What should we do? 
And Torin was basically like, oh, I should throw you. You can get up there easily. Terrible idea. And then I decided, you know what? For the truth. Oh I then proceeded to start floating and floating and floating and floating. And then next thing I know, I'm falling. What? Yes. How? And Torin managed to catch me, so that was good. Uh, magic around the thing. Ah, uh, you don't run into magic like that very often, thankfully. No, it's old magic. Very old magic. Very old indeed. Very discomforting. Yes. We managed to get past the thorns, then we had to get past crumbled stairways with by carrying a specific feather. So I did, I carried the feather, but I fell because I wasn't carrying the feather and the flower. You needed both. I didn't know that. So I then had to go all the way back up, meet everyone back at the thing. That was fun. You know, I can't tell if you're the most lucky person I've ever met or the most unlucky person I've ever met. Sometimes I think it's both. But then we got to the, the third thing, which was right before the door to get to this the, the snake lady. And there's a stairway full of snakes. Naturally. What else would you put on your stairway? So it's only on the stairs. It was only on the stairs. So what we had to do was we had to swallow a snake and let it slither us up the stairs. I beg your pardon? Yeah, you heard me. Whoever came up with this magic is very, very strange. However, when I tried it, right? Oh, no. I kept coughing up the snake and getting hurt. Naturally. That's your unlucky side. And then I went unconscious again. Then I woke up because Iku had healed me. Uh, again. You have very patient friends. <laughs> you have no idea. Then I finally managed to get up those goddamn stairs. What was at the top? Oh, that was when we met the snake lady. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good god, that was one crazy adventure. You seem to go on some rather unintentional journeys, from what I gather. Into some very strange places. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess you could kind of say the dice were against me. You could say that, if you're into gambling. I'll do anything to uncover the truth. So, what are some of the truths you have uncovered? Well, so, something I have learned is that there is an item known as the Ring of Winter. Sounds vaguely familiar. It's very evil. Sentient, almost, but at the same time, artist said he was the only one who could, like, kind of control it, so that's good. But I very much wanted to try and see it up close to try and study it more, but he wouldn't let me, and I understand that. Fairly good call on his part. Now I remember where I know it's from. Oh. Not good. And fun fact, we, we, when we met Torin, uh, we met him tied to a, a wooden beam in a goblin encampment. Never a fun place to be. Artists use the Ring of Winter, so that way, instead of having everyone be in this massive conflict of all of these like 50 plus goblins or something against us, artists simply created a wall of ice. Uh, oh. So that's 
trying to think should I have lied about that one. They probably wasn't lying about that. Yeah, it was just this giant wall of ice. My reaction was, wait! Wait, what was that? What was that? It's valid reaction. It was the reaction I got from the raving man. And I have been trying to learn more about the Ring of Winter since I saw it. Because I'm just curious, you know? I mean, I like to learn everything so that way other people can have access to the truth. So what were you able to learn about it? Not much aside from that. Because I, there was no, there's no textbooks or anything that I could find about it. And the only thing I could find about it was from Artis himself, but we lost sight of him. What happened to him? Last time I saw him, uh, he chased after the man in the red cloak. So as another friend of yours has disappeared. Oh, uh, Dragonbait went with him as well, so three. Have you had any luck trying to track them? Find where they went? Unfortunately, no, I, I haven't. I'm sorry, that must be hard. It was very, very hard, because we after the, the whole T-Rex incident, we kind of lost so much, and we just wanted to lay down. So what about you? What brings you way out here? Uh, I'm just a traveler. I used to go on adventures, but now I mostly wander around, visiting old friends. Just, I don't know. I'm always looking for new stories to tell. It's always interesting meeting another person who's as interested in as, as I am learning the truth on things. Yeah, I, I can understand that. And I found that some truths are better left buried. Really? Some things are just too complicated and too messy for the people to understand. Huh. I never thought of that. I was just too busy trying to get everyone to know the actual truth of everything instead of, like, things that are, uh just rewritten for people people to hide secrets. I definitely understand that and I've exposed a couple of secrets in my time, but there's a difference between understanding some dangerous things, like with the magic on the amulet you wear. Mm. The stuff connected to that could be something that people don't need to know about. Because often with items of extreme power, there comes greed. And countries and kingdoms will tear themselves apart for power. Huh. People are dangerous, people are complicated, and sometimes the truth is much messier than it seems. You know, I I never really thought of it like that, or thought of that part of it at all. You have lots of time to think of a lot of things when you travel on the road by yourself. Yeah, well, I've never truly... Oh my god, I forgot to tell you about Shovel. Who's Shovel? Shovel is my tiny robot companion. Oh my god, that's that's actually adorable. Where did you find him? I built him. Really? What does he do? Is his name self-explanatory? Uh, kind of self-explanatory, but at the same time, he's just there because he's my best friend and my child. That's a weird relationship to have with your robot, but like I said, I'm not here to judge. Question slightly, but not judge. He's like my closest friend ever. How long have you had him? Um, since after the crypt, actually. Huh. Uh, he's just always been there for me since then, which is why when I get home, I'm gonna spend a little bit of time to upgrade him. Oh, what what upgrades are you planning to add? A lot. A lot to the point where 
he won't need me to carry him around all the time anymore because of his uh, size. Instead, he'll be capable to do things by himself, and he'll be able to fluently speak. That is quite impressive for the shovel. His, uh, I've already thought of his upgraded form. The name shall be Spade. A good strong name. Yes, uh, I believe the... I, I, like, I've been studying the, the Warforged recently, and I've been thinking of trying to make Shovel into something like that. Warforged are quite an interesting race indeed. I've met one a while ago. Soul bonded to a tiny little smelly rat man. Oh. It was an interesting pair. Huh. Fairly quickly learned to as much as you wanted to. You do not kick the rat. Don't kick the rat. Yes, even if he is trying to steal all the shiny things off of your shoes. Don't kick the rat. So, are the art upgrades going to be all mechanical or part magical? I'm thinking a little bit of both, actually. I may have some friends who would be interested in helping you with that, or at least seeing how you go about it. Well, tell them to try and find Tursin Nix, otherwise known as Flip. You shall. Thank you. And for now, let's kick back, have another drink, and maybe we could talk about ways to find your friends. Oh, yeah. Yes. I I miss them dearly. Yes, and I'm sure they miss you also. I'm afraid if you are alone for too much longer, you might find yourself in a situation where you will be very, very dead. And as odd as you are, you have grown on me, and that thought makes me sad. Aw, thank you. Uh, in the meantime, I may be able to pull in a couple of favorite staff friends to keep an eye on you. Again, thank you. Tales of Adventure is directed and produced by me, Brianna Toiber, as part of Pseudonym Social, a creative podcast network. The music is by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. To see more of his work, visit his website at chesterstudios.net. Find out more about Pseudonym Social by visiting our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com. If you like what I'm doing and would like to support this podcast, please go to patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial and choose one of the tiers connected to Tales of Adventure. You can also leave a review on iTunes to make our show easier to find for those who need it.